Yet again, NASCAR fans are divided. Was the all-star race at North Wilkesboro successful? Leading 145 laps of the all-star race, Kyle Larson put on an absolute clinic during Sunday's event, winning the million dollars. He also won the truck race, so he swept the entire weekend. This makes 11 all-star race wins, 400 motorsports, and three for Kyle Larson. And a really cool fact that I totally forgot about is that he's won each of the all-star races at different tracks. So three different all-star wins, three different tracks. So pretty cool for Kyle Larson. A reminder, if you watched the entire weekend of racing, Kyle Larson, the number five team, they were not great in practice and early in the all-star race. He sped on pit road. He had to make up, what, 23 positions in 35 laps, which is insane. No other driver would have been able to come close to that during the all-star event with the inability to pass and just how this package responds to short track racing, which we'll get into. Uh, but Kyle Larson clearly just dominated the day of the weekend. Daniel Suarez was the other driver who led the other or the remainder of the laps that were had at the All-Star Race. He won the pole for the event after the pit crew challenge. So let's just get into the rest of our results. Second place, we had Bubba Wallace in third, his teammate of Tyler Reddick, strong showing for 23-11 racing. Fourth, Chase Briscoe. Fifth, Chase Elliott. Sixth, Ryan Blaney could not go back to back with All-Star wins this year. Seventh, Daniel Suarez. In eighth, Eric Jones. In ninth, Ty Gibbs. Ty actually had to race his way into the main event. His crew won the $100,000 bonus given out for the pit crew challenge, the best pit crew during that event. Kind of like I said with Kyle Larson having to fight his way from the back to the front, Ty Gibbs had to do kind of the same thing. He started, I guess, what, second to last during the all-star race because, again, he raced his way in from the open. So a strong showing. The Toyotas in general were pretty strong during the event. Rounding out the top 10 is Joey Logano, but I want to mention the winner of the All-Star Open, which was Josh Berry. He came home with a 15th place finish during the All-Star race. Um, we're not sure where he's going to end up in 2024. We know he has a full-time cup ride. Apparently, that's going to be announced sometime this coming week. So stay tuned for that. Any team is lucky to have him, like I've said in multiple videos beforehand. He's filling in, of course, for Alex Bowman. We're not sure when Bowman's going to be back, but there is speculation, according to Bob Pockrass and other reporters, that Alex Bowman could likely return this week for the Coke 600. So Stay tuned for news on that as well. But really solid performance from Josh Berry. He said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm in the 48 car that would have already been in the all-star race if it weren't for Alex Bowman being injured. So I have to make up for that and I have to get this car in. And he, he did exactly that. So very good job for Barry. I want to mention the 23rd place finisher for the all-star race, which was Noah Gregson, who won the fan vote. I don't think that's a shock to anybody. His fan base is very, very strong, and he had a great campaign for this as well. Uh, finished in the 23rd position before getting into the all-star race, though his team had to repair a lot of damage that was given to the car during the Open. The Open usually has a lot of drama in it. Um, this time it was between McDowell and Ty Gibbs. McDowell ended up holding Ty Gibbs up, I think, twice during the All-Star Open after they got into each other on track earlier in that race. It, there was a very memorable quote from Michael McDowell. I don't know if you caught it. Basically, he was like, yeah, uh, I don't know if Ty Gibbs would have finished this race. I shouldn't have let him finish this race. And the other part of this was, if I, I don't have the money to pay the fine for this. Otherwise, I would be standing down there, not up here. It was, 
I don't know if that beef's going to carry over. McDowell said, you know, I'll probably get over it on the drive home. So we'll have to see if there's going to be a feud between Ty Gibbs and McDowell. I will say the reason that we saw from Ty Gibbs was very reminiscent of what we saw last year in Xfinity and what we've seen from him during his Xfinity time. So preview of what's to come, I'm not sure. But uh, the All-Star Open was a pretty solid race, very enjoyable, very tense before I give my thoughts, I always think it's important to go to the people who are actually in the cars and at the track. Uh, so starting with thoughts from the drivers, I think the biggest issue that fans had with this all-star race would have been that one car dominated the entire race and the fact that the package still isn't the best for the short track. So Chase Elliott did say like, hey, we should be celebrating a dominant performance as much as we would a really close finish, which to that I agree. I mean, no other car was as close to doing what Kyle Larson was able to do. That was impressive. I know it kind of stunk up the show. Chase Elliott used the term barn burner, but uh, yeah, I, I would have to agree with him. Just because, you know, we had a driver lead the entire race in a dominant fashion doesn't mean that that's not as impressive as a really close finish. Sure, it's not as entertaining to watch per se, depending on how you look at this race, but I still think nevertheless, it's very impressive and should be celebrated. In terms of the product that we saw, Chase Briscoe believes that this was not a package issue. He believes it might've been a track issue, not necessarily an issue with the track, but it's a product of what this track has always produced. He says, if you brought any generation of car here, it, they would have probably raced the same, given the same style of racing. The package, whatever you brought here, wouldn't have changed anything is what he was saying after the race. Something I did find funny though, looking back at that comment, was that during the heat race, the first heat race that we had, the drivers actually ran on the wet weather tires. They had more grip and they had faster speeds. So, and, and there was some variability, even though, you know, it was pretty well dominated by Daniel Suarez, there was still variability throughout the field. So, Again, that goes to show maybe if there was a different tire compound, maybe we would see a different style of racing. If we had, for me, I would love to see more horsepower in these cars. I know we took out a chunk of downforce. Let's add some horsepower to that. And then we have a race going. So there's a combination of things I think NASCAR could definitely look at to make the product a lot better on these short tracks. Because let's be honest, the short track package is not great. It, it needs a lot of work. It's better than what it was last year, but it's still not where it should be because I mean, I don't think it's a track issue. We saw the truck race put on a great performance. I know the truck races usually end in wrecks and just disrespectful racing. There was a lot of upset drivers following the North Wilkesboro race for the truck series, but still we saw great racing there. So I don't get why we can't have that in cup as well. That's why I see this more as a package issue. If I'm comparing products per series, granted, I know it's trucks versus cups. You're going to have different but still, I, I think it is more so a package issue that NASCAR could look into. I don't know if there's much that they can change during the season at this point. It might be an off-season thing, so we're going to have to kind of deal with this for the rest of the year. We are only in May, uh, but still, something I think NASCAR needs to look into is perhaps increasing the horsepower. I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all change and fix, but it could change something. Overall, though, this was an old-school, old-fashioned short track race. You really couldn't run the top of the track at all. The cars got too squirrely up there. You had to run on the bottom. You were glued to that bottom line and to make a pass happen. You had to bump the guy in front of you, move him out of the groove to get positioned. So very, very old-fashioned. I will say as well, after the past few all-star races that were filled with just over-the-top I don't want to say gimmicks because that sounds really negative, but just field flips, um, random draws, and all this other stuff. 
this was a welcome all-star format, just to go back to. It's, it was simple. There was no true stages. Yes, we had that competition caution at lap 100, which I, I kind of wish we didn't have. I'd have. I would have loved to see how far Larson could have lapped the field. But it was nice to go back to simplicity. I think this was also welcome for the broadcasters and the teams. They didn't have to just figure out the crazy rules as we went. It was simple. It was very welcome. And I, I think, too, as we talk about the success of this event, again, I do not think that we should be letting the dominance of one driver, the sheer just flat-out dominance and, I guess, quote, ass-whooping of one driver against the whole field, determine the success of this race. Because we have to remember this, after 27 years, we are returning to a track that we thought was all but dead. NASCAR made sure everyone involved, whether you were a fan at the track or at home, understood the gravity of this moment, North Wilkesboro being back on the schedule. And I heard from many of you on social media who actually went to the track is saying it was the experience of a lifetime, which is what you wanna hear, especially for the price you're paying for that ticket. Dale Jr. said, you know, we wanted to make sure that fans were getting as much for their buck as possible. And because we had racing all week long at North Wilkesboro outside of NASCAR as well, we had late models and stuff like that, cars tour. So I, I think if you were a fan at the track, you definitely got your money's worth racing wise. I thought it was decent. I will say I gave the Texas all-star race last year a 9%. So we can only go, we can only go up from there. I would give this race this year a 65% at North Wilkesboro. It was a solid race. Um, yes, I am with a lot of you fans saying I really didn't want to see one driver dominate the whole race. There wasn't really a fight for the million dollars, which is what we want to see. We want to see drama for this. However, I cannot forget the significance of this moment and that the racing within itself was solid. There were no major issues that we've seen in the past during some all-star races. So overall, a very successful weekend. As for the future of North Wilkesboro, Marcus Smith said he just started talking to NASCAR about the 2024 schedule, saying that short track racing, this track is very important to NASCAR's history. Short track racing in general is important to racing in general. Um, also talking about the positive reaction from the fans this weekend was really positive to see. I would love to see this track uh, for Xfinity next year. I don't get why we didn't do that this year, understanding though that this was probably a test to see how the track did. I, I think they didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket, which is fine. Uh, but I think the Xfinity series would put on a great race here. I think a points paying race for truck is warranted after what we saw this year for Cup Series though. Not sure if we're going to get another all-star race here or if we're going to get a points paying race or maybe because Auto Club's not going to be on the schedule next year because of... The, the land selling and everything like that. Maybe we see two races at North Wilkesboro next year. I'm not really sure what the schedule has in store. We're going to have to wait until September. Usually the following season schedule is released in September of each year. So we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, but I think it's promising to say that we definitely we will absolutely go back to North Wilkesboro. We revive the track for Pete's sake. We're not just going to leave it high and dry again. Um, but for the Cup Series, though, um, I think it's more likely that we go back for an all-star race, maybe not a points-paying race yet, but I'd love to be proven wrong. In terms of this track getting a repave, Marcus Smith said he talked to Richard Petty, who said to not repave the track. He talked to Darrell Waltrip that said, hey man, this track needs to be repaved. Marcus Smith is leaning on the side of letting this track weather a little bit more than repaving it once necessary. So we're going to see this older surface potentially for a little bit longer. Again, plans might change depending on feedback from the drivers who raced on this track this past weekend. Um, but there's some future updates there for the track. All of this to say, I know I gave a lot of my opinions, driver opinions, technical aspects of this revival, but having a historic track like this revived 
is pretty much unheard of most of the time. It is monumental what has happened. Uh, having this track back is so important for the sport and it's very exciting for the community as well. I know we give credit to Dale Jr. and Marcus Smith, the big names. We also have to talk about the Save the Speedway movement. Very, very important to recognize them and all this because they are the ones that really got this project going to revive this track. And like I said, community is everything and the community around this track is the reason why this revival was possible. So to everyone who was part of this, thank you. It was truly a spectacular weekend of racing and I am excited to see what the future holds for this track for hopefully many, many, many years to come. Next up on the NASCAR schedule is the Coke 600 and finally, thank God I will be back at the track. So I will see you all there probably during the tweet up on Sunday. That seems to be the best time to meet you all. Um, if you're not going to be there for Sunday's race, we'll all find a time to meet. I have like 100 ATYL stickers to give away. So make sure to find me at the track. Make sure to follow my social media pages to know where I'll be. I'm also getting behind the scenes content. I'll have a lot of behind the scenes content for you all in the next coming weeks. I just got to throw a big edit together, but a lot of cool opportunities uh, for the 600 weekend that I'm blessed to be able to have and be part of. Also make sure to follow Toby Christie Com. The Toby Christie team will also be at the track. So for great behind the scenes content from the drivers and those folks who are going to be doing the racing, make sure to follow those social media platforms as well, tobychristie.com. So everyone, thank you for the support and until next time, I'll see you at the track. Want more great motorsports content? Make sure to watch the videos here and click the link on the screen.